Well, I guess Denise isn't happy right now, but she might be happy. Good morning. Even afternoon, this is holiday, and I'm here with Prentice. And with the jello and the pudding <laughs> and the DA had it wrong and overturned the conviction. Duh. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna start our Freestyle Friday, not Freestyle Friday discussions, um, by doing our Black Excellence segment. But it's also oh, 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 oh. this can't be the Black Excellence segment. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> don't get us all canceled, motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Cosby, his wife. <laughs> so his on-screen wife is Felicia Rashad. And Felicia Rashad. Oh, word. Felicia Rashad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, where the fuck you going with this, bro? <laughs> Felicia Rashad is now, and ever since July the 1st, which is today, the day that we're recording this. The incomparable Felicia Rashad. Don't yeah. ever not say that again. Yes. Um, She is the Dean of Howard's Fine Arts Program. We got to clap for that one. I feel like, uh, what's that dude, Noriega on, on Drink Champs. <laughs> Everybody give a clap for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, so evidently she's been doing her own thing um, legacy-wise when it comes to education and benefits. I did not know that this was anything that she was planning on doing. I just noticed her showing up every once in a while on movies again. Yeah, man, Felicia Rashad, man, that's uh, that's it. She has been for the longest time one of the unsung heroes of Black Hollywood, well, Black culture in general. Right. I mean, especially her and her sister Debbie, uh, Debbie Allen. Who is Debbie Allen? Um, remember in the house with LL Cool J? In the house, yeah. And you didn't say the theme song right this time at all. Um, uh, she was um, those kids' mother before they wrote her out the show. What? Yeah. Um, they've done a lot of things for the arts. Um, it isn't isn't just the Cosby Show. Um, like I know Debbie's a um, Debbie's a, like a, one of the legendary choreographers in Hollywood. Um, Felicia. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Miss Rashad. I mean, we'll say Felicia. I don't know that woman like that. Um, Rashad. <laughs> she um. You laugh, that's respectful. That's Every, everybody knows that woman like that. That's Felicia Rashad, homie. Man, be real, man. Like, no. if, you, if you met her right now, you wouldn't call her Miss Rashad. I would call her Miss Rashad. Like, okay. And then she was like, baby. Yeah, if she get okay, call yeah. Call me Felicia. If she gave you the okay <laughs> to call her Felicia, yeah. Um, But, yeah, they've been, um, they've been like one of those uh, the people in the background that's made, like people who are serious about being artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been in the background helping a lot of those people. Okay, that's good. Hopefully they help my friend Maroa Mosaic. Maroa Mosaic? Yeah, it's hard for me to say her name. Um, but she's an artist here who's doing very good now. Um I interviewed her when she was a somebody that wasn't that much known. So I hope she remembers me when she becomes famous and makes seven hundred million dollars soccer bar for. <laughs> getting there early, I guess. <laughs> All right, so while Felicia Rashad has been starting today, the Dana Howard, she has also been in the spotlight a couple of days um, ago when she started tweeting about Bill Cosby being released. Hmm. Right? Um, 
so her stance is she's excited about him being released because she felt like it was an injustice done to him. And you also got to think that's her friend, too. Yeah. So um, she also had to do a, a rebuttal retweet when she said, hey, guys, I do understand the plight of sexual assault victims. Yeah. And anything, anyone who has done something wrong should be punished for it. Uh, yeah. However, in this situation that he was convicted on, it was improperly done, and he deserves to get his conviction overturned. And people have, people have to understand, too, like, I don't know if I can say, I don't know how to say this one would make it come out right. So but, while you're thinking of it, I'll just go ahead and say this. Yeah. I'll give a little background to this. So Bill Cosby has been accused over 60 times. <laughs> Somewhere close to the 75 times. Every fucking woman that's ever existed has accused this man. He's been, since the 50s, (laughs) he's been accused of raping women. Wildin'. Same M.O. every time. Drug them, rape them. Drug them, rape them. Drug them, drug them, drug them, drug them, drug them, drug them, rape them, rape them, drug them, rape them, drug them, rape them, drug them. What's that I don't get, man? You Bill Cosby. And these are accusations because he hasn't his with the conviction being turned over, he hasn't. Well, I don't know how to say that part. He got convicted, but it was turned over. So, do is it a it's overturned conviction? conviction? Yeah. So, other than the overturned conviction, he hasn't been convicted of anything. However, he has confessed to raping someone, and the manner that he uses to rape women, he has confessed about it. And this was in a sealed document that was never supposed to get out to the public. That's the issue with that. So it, it's it's one way or the other. Like he has raped women, people. He is a monster, a predatory monster. However, they convicted him wrongly in the American courses. And I think what I'm trying to say is, it's a bigger tragedy when someone. And I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not. I was never in the room for anything that happened. Right. All I know is that again, it's apparently every woman that's ever existed accuses dude of doing this, and he accused himself. Well, but <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is at stake here, especially if they if, if they wrongfully convicted him, right, is that it is a bigger tragedy, and that's just how my my take on it. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger tragedy for someone to go to jail who didn't do the crime than it is for somebody who get out who did do it. Mm-hmm. And if the, if that's the game, if that's how the the criminal system is starting to play, right? again, for, for the top, for the sake of conversation, the assumption is that he is guilty. Mm-hmm. What you see, what's going to, what's going to happen is you're going to see people start going to jail who shouldn't be in jail if this stands, and that's why it was overturned. Yeah, so I believe he did it just because he was accused. He confessed. But I also believe that in the American court system, you have to be able to trust your government. Government, yeah. You have to be able to trust your law. And if he was brought in to a grand jury to testify against himself under the um, 
circumstance that he will not be convicted on anything he confesses to, and then that confession that confession is used to indict him. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, what the DA shouldn't have did was give him that on the table and work to lock his ass up. Because I really don't understand why you would actually make that a deal if you, if the yeah, goal is to lock him up. Because yeah, when it was Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> they just said, hey, you know what? You was wrong. And we're going to have you sleep in jail every night. But when you wake up in the morning, you go to work. And we would escort you to work in a limousine and all that. But I mean, but yeah, it, it, it's different strokes for different folks. And then you know how, like, you know, the DA, like, just reading about how the DAs get down and mm-hmm. all that. You think, how easy would it be to get somebody who's actually innocent to actually give a false confession? And then you, then you easily. It, I mean, yeah. it happens a lot now. So I mean, I, I, so that's why I say I get why they let them out because again, you don't want to get down that slippery slope of them just throwing people in jail for no reason, right? And you also have the issue of, like, it's a DA issue. Like, the DA for um, Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. and that situation that happened where it's now known that he took bribes, he took the whatever, I got to say allegedly, um, and used that information to cover up what really happened in that situation. Yeah, There's been... Um, situations now uh what's the Ahmaud Aubrey? Yeah. They covered up that situation. Like Yeah, I think that we didn't even know about that for the longest time, yeah, right? It, that happened in February. We didn't find out till like March or May or something like that. Right. I I think it was May. So we we have all these situations going on where where we cannot trust our DAs because our DAs are on the side of the cops. They're not even supposed to. You shouldn't even communicate with cops because you're you're basically. Yeah, I mean, especially when the cops are the ones doing the wrongdoing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, you need a special prosecutor. Yeah, you somebody who's not tied to that case. Right. But yeah, um, it's yes. Yeah, so all I'm saying is, I understand why they let him out because it's a slippery slope to go down to, and you don't really want any more heat on you if you law enforcement or if you like the justice system. Yeah, I understand why they let him out anyway. I think he still. I say this though, when that that news broke, mm-hmm. that was on my. That was on my list of shit that I didn't expect to hear that day. You did what? That was on my list of shit that I did not expect to hear that day. <laughs> so, I, thought, I, thought, I thought somebody was joking when he was like, "Oh, Bill Cosby out, man, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> and then I went on, I went on Twitter, and I saw the shit trending. And like, oh, okay, well. Um, All I know is he better not go near no Spanish fly. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. Do you think that a person can, one, be evil, but two, also be capable of doing great things? Great. Okay, explain. Define great. So let's use Bill Cosby as an example. Uh, Bill Cosby has raped people, allegedly. Ish, even though he confessed with his own words. Um, but he's also done a bunch of good ass things for the black. Oh, because you mean actual good, not great as, as in, yeah, um, you don't mean great as in HBCUs, creating a whole family. So, you don't mean great as an immense, uh, you don't mean you don't mean you agree, mean so you mean great as in good and not not immense, right? Okay, um, yeah, I think that's possible, yeah, they say, I mean. Most people go see a preacher. 
Well, I mean, it's not even possible. In your example, it's yeah. it's there in your example. Like you said, he's done a lot of good things for the black community. Right. Um, but, you know, this is what it is, too, though. Okay. So, in but, Felicia Rashad's case, um, do you think a person could fully support a person, another person, who has done some evil things, mm. some egregious things, and um, still stand beside them and support them in the great things that they do. Yeah, I mean, you—if she said that she didn't, she didn't mess with them anymore. I, I could see that. Um, right. Being a woman, um, well, her being a woman, if she said that she still stood by him, knowing that that's her friend and what he's meant to her, her life and her career, I could right. see that too. Um, I don't know. She, she, she held up that. Um, those kids that kid hostage she held the kids hostage yeah she held the kid hostage and then um tried to kill the parent when the parent came to the house and found them felicia Rashad? yeah 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 the fuck are you talking about um oh my bad that was a movie (laughs) 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 and i forgot what movie that was too was she put a role like that? Yeah, she dog dog. That 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 was a good ass role. I know she won a Tony for raising in the sun. Yeah. What was that? What was that story even about? I remember Sutter's Ghost, but I can't remember the name of that play. I remember I saw both of those on time at um the um not the performing arts center. It was some place raising downtown. in the sun. Yeah, that was about a um that was a black. Uh, Black family, right? And somebody, yeah. somebody got money. Yeah, but I forgot what it was for now too. I think, I think, like, uh, only was the head of the family, but like the son, the dude that was taking care of stuff in the family, and then mm-hmm. he found some bread and he just wanted to spend it on something. Yeah, so money came into the family and everybody um wanted to spend it on something. If mm-hmm. I remember that that story right. But yeah, um, yeah, I think I think it's possible. I mean, like I said, that's a that's a friend. And he's done a lot of good things for her and um, with her. So I, I, I can see her still supporting him. Um, because, I mean, we don't know him. We don't know him like she knows him. Right. You know, like for all she knew, I mean, I know it's a rumor for the longest time that he was doing it. Mm-hmm. But for all she knows, she doesn't know that side of him. Right. Imagine that happening to you like, you know, one of your homeboys. Close your, when you're closest homeboys, you've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. Always been a good dude around you, and suddenly he gets accused of stuff like this. Right. Your first instinct is probably to not believe it, because like everybody think about our, our instincts. Think about our instincts as people who were in Hollywood, black people who were in Hollywood when the first few accusations came out. We immediately didn't. We immediately dismissed it. I'm not gonna lie to you. That first accusation, I dismissed it immediately. And it was like Bill Cosby fucked the shit out that girl. And I was like, we wasn't cool. even born then. We was in the fifties, dog. But still, I was like, so what? here's the thing with me when it comes. First of all, it was called uh, a fall from grace. It was that Tyler Perry movie. Okay. So that's when she. Oh, you mean I'm Ashray, bitch? That one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's on Twitter. That's on Netflix, isn't it? <laughs> I'll check that out, man. Um, I just started watching my Netflix account again. But the the thing with Bill Cosby for me is this has been happening since the fifties. So Bill Cosby was able to, and and one of the things they kept doing was because he saved ABC, like it was, I think it was ABC. I think but, I thought it was C- no, no NBC. That was Cosby okay. show was on. Yeah, so he saved he saved networks from going under. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kind of like Kobe Bryant saved the Lakers' legacy. But we do that a lot, though. I mean, Shaft saved M- MGM, apparently. Yeah. I mean, black exploitation movies saved Hollywood. But he was able to, was it 30 years that he was raping women? I mean, apparently. you don't believe it. Well, so from the 50s, it was late 50s, 58, 59-ish. So we're talking about when the Cosby Show first came out. Uh, I think in the early 80s. I want to say, I don't, I, I don't think I was born yet. 1984. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. So, we're talking about 25 years that those allegations has been going on, and he was able to come up with shows. And then, through that show, more allegations. The show ended in 1992. You want to know what happened after 1992? More allegations. Um... <laughs> And like I thought he was done. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know he was even thinking about putting his penis in a vagina. And then more accusations <laughs> since the twenty tens and shit like that. So that that kind of stuff is what's, what what the problem is to me. Like, R. Kelly, same thing. If a person Are can you? do so much and be accepted and keep doing things. Well, don't think, tell these people it's Donald Trump syndrome. Don't tell the person no. Don't punch him in the face. They continue to do it. Oh no! I think again. I think what it is with Bill Cosby's the difference between what Bill Cosby is. We weren't in the know for the longest time, because remember those allegations. I don't remember the allegation against this man until they started like a few years ago. Like I know every I know like people in Hollywood knew about this shit. Yeah, but it was early two thousands when um what's that dude name um the Hannibal Burst that wasn't early two thousands yeah. that was like twenty fourteen fifteen let's see when he first made that joke that shit um and no you know what because D L Hughley said something slick one time too but again it wasn't in the space where everybody would hear it like for the longest also, time that white woman that was on um. The celebrity thing said that shit in the early outs about him, and her chapter in her book, Jan- Janice Joplin. Janice Dickerson. Dickerson? And uh, her chapter about Bill Cosby was like, Bill Cosby is an evil man. And then she went on and let, let, left it alone. Yeah, but so again, she didn't elaborate. So again, uh, we never really got really full on, like the regular world never got full on knowledge of this shit until Hannibal Burr said that. And then that's when everything started to snowball. Yeah. So you're right. Hannibal Burr said something about it 2015. Yeah. That's when everything started to snowball. Yeah, that's when it started snowballing. But previous to that, damn, let's just say 40 years. For 40 years, I didn't say anything because I thought it was just me. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's Captain McGee. That's another person. But, yeah, he's been doing that shit forever. And... I do think that Felicia Rashad is in the right. Like, if you stand by somebody, you don't believe that something was done to them um, correctly, and if it's an injustice towards that person, then yes, definitely stand by them. I stand by he should not have been locked up in the way he was locked up, but I still think his ass should have been in jail. I just don't agree with the way he was put in jail because they went 
eight rounds. That's why I didn't really say much about it because I was like, hey, I mean, he really shouldn't be locked up because of the way they did it. But, I mean, he's in jail. Man, I ain't got nothing to say about it. I have no feelings towards either way. I still don't have any feelings towards it in any way. But, however, he was done an injustice to when they locked his ass up. But, uh, who's be talking about how great Felicia Rashad is, right? But Felicia Rashad, um, I definitely think she was in the right as far as that goes. Now, Howard University is also standing behind her in her statement on her first day as a dean and of the should, fine arts program. As they should for the same reasons I listed. Like, again, this woman is talking about Bill Cosby, her friend. Right. You know, that's... I think... I think... But when it comes to Felicia Rashad, her... Portfolio stance on its own. Right? You know, you know what a lot of the problem is with this? What? People love this misconception that everyone is entitled to their opinion. Listen, I mean, everyone is entitled to your no, opinion. No, everyone has an opinion. No one's entitled to an opinion. No, you're entitled to your own opinion. Now. Am I? You're entitled to an opinion. There's areas where I have no expertise in that I really, I should probably, if I find myself in a room. You still have an opinion, right? If I find myself in a room with a fucking a neurosurgeon, a bunch of neurosurgeons, mm-hmm. and they talk about neurosurgery, it will behoove me to shut the fuck up right now. Especially if it's an important matter. Now, I may have an opinion on what they're doing, but I'm not a learned man in that area, so I probably should keep my mouth shut while they're discussing what they need to do to fix this person's brain. Yeah, everyone has an opinion on it, so you don't have to, but not everyone's entitled to the opinion. Ooh, I just realized. You don't have to kowtow to everybody's opinion. Yeah, so I just realized that we use this word wrong. What word? You, you, when you entitle an opinion, you give an opinion. So saying someone is titled to their own entitled. opinion, it's wrongly using that word. You cannot be entitled to your own opinion because you give an entitlement. Oh, so society's been using it wrong. Okay, well, <laughs> but that's my point, though. Like, what? not everybody, not everybody's opinion is valid. Right. So, everybody's opinion is not. You're you're allowed to have an opinion. You should have an opinion, but that doesn't mean it's valid. Yeah, I agree so, with you there. Yeah. So some people need to be quiet about it because again, this woman is talking about her friend. Right. I don't know Bill Cosby the way she knows Bill Cosby. But again, her portfolio stands on its own. Yeah. So let's talk about her. Uh, I did not know. I knew she was acting. I knew she took a break off for a while. Yeah, I didn't know she was still active. Oh, I knew she... I saw her in the Tyler Perry thing, and I was like, yo, that is a good... Like, she is a good actor when it comes to... Like, I, didn't I know, did not know she can do that. Like, I didn't know she was still active until I watched that that show I told you about, Total Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. When she was in it, I was like, oh, that's, they got Felicia Rashad for this? Mm-hmm. She's also in one of them... She's also in... Um, so I didn't I didn't too much care about the Oprah Winfrey um movie hmm. that I think she was in that one, but she was also in um what's that shit called um so I guess I got to put it in this IMDb again, but she was also in Soul and. As a voice actor, and I keep forgetting that people people make pretty good money and do a lot of stuff with voice acting. What? What? Yeah, a lot of um, 
Like a lot of those actors that you don't hear about anymore, mm-hmm. they go into voice acting, and then a lot of them be, a lot of them are good. I was the, a big reason why I didn't go, see, I didn't make an effort to see that Scooby Doo, um, Scooby Doo, that Scooby Doo, um, um, the um the animated movie that came out a year or so ago. Wow. It's because the guy who actually voiced Shaggy now, the guy who from the actual movies from the early two thousands, mm-hmm. they didn't they cast they didn't cast him in it. And I was like, this guy is Shaggy's voice. Why would you not cast him as Shaggy? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, man, oh man, Scoop. <laughs> Soinks. But yeah, Felicia Rashad, she's probably making money doing voice acting. Yeah, she she's pretty good with it. She, I forgot she was Creed's mom. What, in Creed? Yeah, in Creed. I haven't seen any of those movies yet. Me neither. I saw, let me rephrase that. Um, I have walked in the room while my wife was watching it. Yeah. I think she likes uh the main character's body. I'm joking. Uh, I think she... Probably likes his body, maybe. Plus, maybe. I don't know. Oh anyway. <laughs> but uh, I walked in while she watched it a few times. So uh, that's it. She was in. Oh, yeah. I forgot she was in that Drake video. She you played was? on Empire. I never watched Empire. I was watching so it. So she's been in stuff I just didn't yeah. watch then. I was watching it. But. So Empire started doing something weird to me. Like. They will play set scenes, right? Mm. And in their set scenes, like, it's okay for me to see someone playing a set scene, the set scenes between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. It's okay if they're playing a set scene is between a woman and a woman. And it's okay to me if they're playing a set scene and the set scene is between a man and a man. So you don't mind sex scenes? I don't mind sex scenes at all. But I do mind that with Empire, what they was doing was they were playing set scenes between a man and a woman and a man and a man and intermingling them together. Like they would show the man and the woman and then they'll skip over to the man and the man doing the same thing. So I was like, oh, that's some fucked up shit because they're fucking with people's heads that way. And then I basically, that led me to stop watching that shit. For me... I keep saying this. The Wire messed me up when it comes to quote unquote hood shows. Because mm-hmm. The Wire was so. Like, if a show comes off stylized anyway, it kind of throws me off. So, you know, The Wire is supposed to be based on a true story. A lot of but the, the shit when it comes to, like, multiple Omar. Multiple true stories. Yeah. When it came to Omar, they had to downplay his stories because yeah. to tell the true story, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Because, like, when he jumped out of um, off of Monk's. Um, when he jumped off the balcony of Monk's apartment, it was actually two stories higher. Yeah, it was like the front of the fourth story instead of the second story. No, I think he jumped from the sixth story in the show. It was, it was like from eight the story. eighth story in real life. Actually, the guy who did it was actually in the show. He died in that scene. Okay, yeah. I remember somebody saying that. That guy who was really Omar. Um, yeah, but the Omar, I mean, the wire was so raw and gritty. It's like if I see a hood show that's stylized in any way, it just, mm-hmm. just kind of takes me out of it. Yeah, that's why the wire is probably the best. I watched The I Wire the for the show. first time last year. Yeah. I still I think it's the best show I've seen. You. Hey, the Baltimore action is funny. I need to see Oz again, though. <laughs> because Oz was number one. That Baltimore accent is funny to me, though. You. Motherfucker, you see me talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the Cleveland show. Damn. Cleveland show, man. That, that show. You know what's funny? She was on tour of the pharmacy. I told you, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. You know what's funny about the Cleveland show? When the show ended and he went back to Quahog? He did? Yeah. 
Quagmire pretty much stated why that show failed. Why did it fail? And they was asking him what happened because they were breaking the fourth wall a little bit. And they was asking him what, was go- what happened down in Virginia. And Quagmire was like, who the hell was that show written for? A black man that never met other black people? And I was like, yo, that's why I can never really fuck with that show. Because <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah, the just- only reason why I watched that show was to support black people. I didn't, well, through, I support black people, but you can't be so left field bad mm-hmm. that it, I can't enjoy it. Like I, I like basically they made him a bumbling idiot like Peter. Yeah. They made his son a fucking idiot like um Chris, um Griffin, and they made him they made him weak. I remember that episode when he got married to that Spanish girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so she could stay in the country, and it was their wedding night, and she was ready to get down. Right. You know, cause she's married now. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we do. And he started acting like a little bitch about it, and I was like, I don't know any black man. It was the fantasy of what a white man wants a black man to be. I guess so. But then again, that goes to Quagmire's point. Right. Who was that show written for? A black per- uh, written for a black man who's never met other black people? Right. That was um. What was my pulling point on that one? I think it was because. Oh yeah, so they had the nigga wife. Didn't didn't she leave him? Tell his first wife. Yeah. Loretta. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and. It was just emancip- emasculating them. Yeah. And, and it was like, there was no reason for that because I never got that sense of the character yeah. early on. It was like he was a mass Like, you know how they always make the black person the only person in the room with sense early? Mm-hmm. That's how he was early on. I was like, okay, he's the only black dude that has any common sense. Mm-hmm. So I figured that's how they would go with it, especially like when he got his own show. Right. But then you started seeing early on, even in Family Guy, because I, it was a scene where they were talking about how they have sex, him and Loretta. Mm-hmm. And it was a scene when he was like, ow, 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 when is it going to be my turn? I thought she was just riding him real hard. like. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of find out she was pegging him. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I get that that's a thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know. It's, but why got to be the black man? Well, no, for like, um, like pegging. I get yeah. that that's a thing, that's a kink. But I was like, I don't know any, well, again, I'm not going to ask. That's your, that's your private life. I've never heard of a black man being into that. That wasn't already, you know, homosexual. When I was um, 17, 18 years old, I used to like getting my ass eaten. Um, you can start early. And then a woman tried to peg me with her tongue, and after I slapped the shit out of her, because that was my first reaction, Yeah. Um, I all of a sudden never wanted to butt play again, ever. <laughs> never. Don't touch my butt. Even when my, mom, even when my wife slapped my butt. Uh, like I'm walking past something, she'd just be playing to slap my ass. I I, I turn into a jail. I was a nigga like, what? What? What you doing, nigga? <laughs> Leave my shit alone. Don't touch that. <laughs> but um, and no disrespect to anybody who likes pegging, but um, but have, you started. Um, you started I have a s- bunch of married. Well, I ain't gonna say a bunch. I have uh, at least four married friends who likes when their wife does that. Well, that's more power to them, I guess. Yeah, more power to them. I ain't getting mine touched. But, yeah, it's like, uh, I said but. Um, but I can't stop saying it. Booty, However. Booty, 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 but, but. Yeah, that's, that, that started, like, it kind of started there. And then when he got to um, the Virginian, it was like, okay, he's just black Peter. Because mm-hmm. honestly, that's why I like American Dad better. Because yeah, Stan makes mistakes, but at least Stan is very, like, Stan is very competent. He's right. very capable. I mean, he's in the fucking CIA. Right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I thought... I thought if they had took early Quagmire and made him the main, made that the main character, right, and based everything off of that, like this guy is very good at being a life, 
right. or at least he has common sense, but everybody around him is an idiot. Mm-hmm. That would have been it. Could it would have been the inverse of the um, the of um, Family Guy? Didn't quite mind have sex with Cleveland's wife too. Yeah, she cheated on him again. You said um, the white dude, the mm-hmm. white dude smashing his wife. Mm-hmm. You're right. I guess yeah. So I guess masculine the black dude, the black character. Yeah. But keep on doing it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I stopped watching all. I'll, I'll if I if American Dad's on the TV, I walk in the room. I'm not gonna turn it off. Okay. I like American Dad, but I don't make an effort to watch the shows. Right. That's how. It, well, I don't make an effort to watch too much of anything. I did. When it came to a uh, fall from grace, That's people right, was talking bitch. about how good that movie was. So I watched it, and like the outstanding performance to me was Felicia Rashad. Um, I haven't seen Grace was Grace was she did some good acting as well and that was about it like those two actors they were the professional actors that made that show McCall Brooks wasn't good huh McCall Brooks wasn't good who was that Ashray bitch oh the uh, the dude yeah so oh yeah I said that movie wrong she didn't kidnap a dude it was the dude that was her Oh, spoiler alert! She didn't kidnap a child. It was the dude that was her son. Oh my god! Um, so nah, I didn't like his acting. The mm. only two people, but the acting of Felicia and the woman that played Grace was so good that it kept me interested in the movie. He was the only reason why I had such high hopes for the Mortal Kombat movie because I wanted this Mortal Kombat. Was it good? I turned that shit off like halfway through, man. Uh-huh. What but- you very hard? It was on HBO Max. You talking about the one that just came out, right? Yeah, it was on HBO Max when it. Oh, it's free. I kept telling people the only reason why that movie had any attractions that a it was it came out on HBO Max mm-hmm. and b it was the only thing on at that point. If more to come back wants to make some money, yeah. they need to kind of holler at me. I have a real good show concept for more to come back, and dog, it, it'll be a franchise. But he's been a pretty good actor for a long time. I was wanting him to blow up, so I was hoping that he would okay. blow up for that, but. Uh well they they really did them dirty um they did everybody in that, they did everybody in that movie dirty and sometimes I look at Hollywood I'd be like man maybe maybe the pressure to be a working actor is so great mm-hmm. and this again this is what Felicia Rashad's example can come in at mm-hmm. you don't have to be in every big time movie yeah you don't you can just work work and be great at your craft another person um what's the dude that died name yeah no that one down from South Carolina oh yeah oh brother Black Panther um. Chadwick Boseman? He's another good example. Rest in peace, brother. He, and anybody, all them black actors from uh, London that comes over here and take all the good acting jobs. Mm. And that's because in London and all those places, acting is a skill. Like in America, we build characters around the people that's playing them. In mm-hmm. um, Europe... The acting style is you have to be able to perform to the performance needed, kind of like Broadway. Yeah. Um. So that's why you have what dude coming in playing Fred Hampton, and and play that Fred Hampton sound just like Fred Hampton walk like Fred Hampton. I am revolutionary. Yeah, I am revolutionary. <laughs> I am revolutionary. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's why you have um, uh, what's that dude name? Um. La, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. So people didn't like him. Also, with all of that stuff that was going on between him and the other guy, it was weird that he didn't mention 
what the other guy mentioned. The third guy mentioned. Lakeith mentioned like, Lakeith had has a beef with, with Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Yeah, okay. But he didn't mention anything that Kwame mentioned. <laughs> so it was still kind of he didn't go all the way there like Kwame did. But I think because I don't know. I'm not gonna say Kwame's name because fuck that. <laughs> you gonna say you ain't gonna say huh? I'm not gonna say anything about Kwame because fuck that. <laughs> the brother might find some shit about me. Just I'll just laying laying it out there. Um, I ain't got no shit. Nobody don't know about me anyway, so um, <laughs> it don't matter. Um, but but like Felicia Rashad, um, and you have this special class actors that they don't need to go out there and um and be the star of the show. They just go. Act accordingly and to what they, yeah, yeah, they want. They want to be the character in that you know thing. She's in that. She's in that realm of actors like, um, like Harvey Keitel. You know who that is. Mm-mm. You ever seen? Um, what was he in? What was he in? Harvey Keitel. You ever seen Reservoir Dogs? Mm-hmm. He was the old guy that was leading everybody. Okay. Basically, he's one of those guys. He's Felicia Shaw. She's in that realm of people who, when you see them in the movie, they may not be the lead. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you they'll be the best part of that movie. Yep, that's what it was with the fall from grace. Now, what I don't see is what degree Felicia Rashad has. Is she a doctor? I don't know, but do you have to be a doctor to be a um, be a dean? I don't know. I definitely don't know. Um, yeah, it says degree, professional degree. Students pursue more than one hundred forty programs. Pressure. Yeah, it only has degree on the thing one time. But it doesn't say Dr. Felicia Rashad, so I don't know what she has. How would you even get a doctorate in that field, though? It's an abstract field. It's an art. Uh, you could get one. I, I'm not saying you can't. What I'm saying is how would that... Okay, you're going for your doctorate in something like... It's a science, right? A concrete, a hard science? Mm-hmm. So she's... How would you get a doctorate in an art? Because the art is an abstract concept. What are you actually trying to... What, are, what, would, you be try, what would you be trying to prove other than the fact that you're really good at the web of the art is? One second. I'm trying to figure out since then I graduated. No, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, she she graduated in nineteen seventy with a bachelor's of fine arts. So she's a, she has a bachelor's degree. Yeah. So to answer your question, um basically as you get up in degrees, you know, like your master degree is basically as far as you really need to go. It's about mastering the concept of something really, really specific in your degree. So you get a master's degree in fine arts, and it'll be like, you know, it'll be a master's degree in fine arts, but it'll be specifically about, let's say, European, um, I'm trying to think of the revolutionary era. Or it might be African fine arts during the... Uh, Egyptian, whatever period, like yeah. that. So it's, it's very specific when you get masters. And then basically when you go to your doctorates, it's basically learning how to find the holes in those stories. So you'll basically go through a doctorate program, and your doctor program will be something similar to your masters, but instead of um, actually going through class and stuff, you're, you're, you're conducting studies about these fine art programs. So it might be something simple like well it won't be simple but it's like um what was used during these time periods in order to 
um, frame this art or conduct this art or what or whatever like that. So you're looking more into the study of what's going on during that time period. So, I mean, they have the degrees out there. Hmm. And it's just basically being able to conduct those studies and, and get in, into that side of the program. Okay. Yeah, that's one of that. It was like, wait a minute, about, like, fuck, you can be a yeah, doctor. Yeah, if you can get a master's degree, it, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can get a doctor's degree, but it is, the master's degree is as far as you, you, got, you are going to go as far as learning-wise. A doctor has nothing to do with learning. Well, it's something to do so with learning, a, but it's finding. So master's means that you've learned everything you could learn. Yeah. Doctor means now you could teach it if you wanted to. Mm, the theory side of it. So when you go to doctors, you have practical and you have theory. That's why you have MDs and PhDs. All right. Okay. So basically, well, I, mean, I guess it is. Like fine arts will always probably be PhD because it's theory-based. Okay. And then... Like if you say MD, they they're practical doctors. Like they might be a PhD with a specialty in um, bone marrow or something like that. So they specialize in bone marrow transplants, bone marrow studies, and all that stuff it's like that. A biopsy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, or you might have a PhD, and they might specialize in bone marrow issues, but they will conduct. Studies and write books and teach people about so how, like you said, theoretical. Yeah, yeah. So it's more about more what theory, it does. Theory, 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 as opposed to practical application. Yeah. Okay. All so right. a fine arts would be more of a when you get into the doctor's program. So you'd be a PhD be because since theoretical, since it's an abstract concept, it can only be theoretical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I am. So. Oh, one thing I noticed, I found out that State has a doctorate program. Who? South Carolina State. I thought you said State for some reason. I'm like, oh, I probably is, did. How the fuck does State have a doctorate <laughs> program? But like, finding out that State has a doctorate program kind of changes the game for me because. Well, that makes sense. They're State. I mean, they're a big enough school, right? Yeah, but I didn't know that. Like it. Well, my, my question is, why wouldn't you? Like, why would you consider that? If I'm trying to ask. Uh, why would I consider it? It's why HBC. wouldn't you be considered? Not because it's but it's a fairly large school. Period, though. Are you saying why would I not think they had a doctor's program? Given how big state is, I've never heard of anyone. Period, talking about state's doctor's program. Okay. So until maybe a week ago. Okay, I got you. So um, maybe after I get my degree, I'm gonna see if I can go do some a couple of classes and get two. PhDs. Yeah, because you think about it, state. I mean, too. Um, DITs. That's my thing with schools like state. Like, why don't they ever go Division One? I? I don't know. I mean, what Division, well, I guess what would be called. Well, they had financial issues a couple of years ago, too. Well, well I mean, okay, well, they are Division One because Pat would make that distinction. Shout out to Pat. Um, but I guess they, they call it F, FBS, FCS now. Mm-hmm. Like if you're talking about sport, like college football, mm-hmm. like um, they never really state is a state is a large enough school where they could actually go um, FBS and probably get in somewhere like um, maybe the MAC mm-hmm. or like um, the All American Conference, right? And make and stop making money, get on the map. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason why a lot of these HBCUs lose out on players. Yeah, they need. We need to. 
One thing we need to do is we need to find a way to get black people to start going to HBCUs. And that would go a long way to that. In the sports program. That would go a long way to that. You mean tell me yeah. if state isn't on ESPN? Think about it. Every, at least once a year, state's on ESPN. Right. Because these kids today, I don't, I don't mean to get off the sister um, Felicia Rashad, but this goes to HBCUs. Because I was actually making a point to a white man with this. Um, like, I never understood why these kids are so. I ain't held. even talk to white people. Well, time to time. <laughs> um, I never understood why kids, but this is more general. I never understood why these kids are so set on going to like these big schools. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like, bro, like these NFL front offices are paid to find talent to win games. Right. They will find you no matter where you are. Right. Like all they gotta hear about this dude that runs a four two forty. Oh, they coming to see you, bro. He's he's six foot six, runs a four, four two forty forty, and he's playing receiver. Every scout in the league will be down mm-hmm. there shortly to see you play ball. So I mean, only to me, honestly, if I had to go over again and I actually decided to play football and I work my way to like a top recruit, like mm-hmm. five star, what have you, mm-hmm. only schools I'm going to would be out of state, South Carolina. Or one of the Southern Florida schools. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If I was with, in basketball, I would probably go to a. I probably would have been a couple of inches taller too. But um, I think about Benedict maybe. No, actually, no, Howard. I would go to State Howard, or one of the Southern Florida schools. And the dumb thing is, I went to Hampton University too. I went to HU. Yeah, but but one, well, one reason South Carolina is actually in that discussion because South Carolina is a state a school in my home state. Mm-hmm. And Benedict, I've I went to school. I went to school near Benedict. Benedict didn't appeal to me. What? Ain't y'all right across the street from each other? Right across the street. Yeah. And I just, I just didn't feel Benedict like so that. Why would they two? Because both of y'all HBCUs, right? Yeah. So why would they put two HBCUs right by each other, and neither one of those is all male or and all female or something like that? Because Claflin and State is the same thing, and I thought Claflin. I was introduced to Claflin as a all women's college, but from by the social, time, I think I'm from a social standpoint, Allen. When I got there, Allen had a football team still, mm-hmm. but Allen had a lot of dudes because of that. Because mm-hmm. Allen had two male dorms mm-hmm. because of the, because of the football team. The dorm I was in was all football, mm-hmm. but Benedict had a lot of women, mm-hmm. so it kind of like uh, it kind of socially it balanced itself out, right? Because I remember my first year that we used to actually go to parties over at Benedict, and actually you couldn't tell it was an Allen party, right? Because there was so many dudes there acting up, mm-hmm. like. But um, that's just how that worked. I didn't understand why they never combined schools. I was about to say that too. Why wouldn't they combine it? I know one because Allen is AME. Um, I was raised AME, but I was, but that was it was a coincidence basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't go there because of my uh, any religious thing, because I hadn't left the church yet uh, mm-hmm. when I went to college. It was p- purely for football. Mm-hmm. Um and Benedict I think is Baptist, mm. but I just didn't I just didn't feel it. But I think I, I think that was more of me thinking back on the fact I didn't like my time at Allen. Black Baptist because white Baptist is CSU. Whatever Black Baptist is yeah. is it a, is it a domination of Black Baptist? I know AME is African Methodist Episcopal. Well, I'm just saying it has to be that because um, CSU used to be called Southern Baptist University and they changed it so they could recruit more people. Okay, but um yeah so. I would go to Howard or State because I I really wish I could have gone to Howard or State. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to South Carolina because only if I couldn't get into those schools mm-hmm. because South Carolina is still in the state, mm-hmm. you know. But or one of the Southern Florida schools because it's a Southern Florida school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a football player in Southern Florida. Shit. <laughs> and you know who else is at Howard University? Who? Nick Cannon. 
What Nick Cannon is in a program to get his doctor's degree, I think. Um, Nick Cannon needs to be in the program to have a fucking vasectomy. Seven, yeah, yeah, Nick, Nick Cannon tripping. Like, I don't know. This, well, they got I can't, no, I can't say shit. he tripping because if I had the money for it, I'd have a bunch of babies. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, he got the money to do that shit. I'd have a, I, I always said I wouldn't have much That's babies that. as I can, uh, I can afford, yeah. That's that fifty cent money. That's that be have a baby by me, baby. Yeah. Be a millionaire. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I probably would be having women. I can't call him random woman because I don't know his life. But I'd probably have like maybe like four women. You four, the only one that may get pregnant by me. Mm. I'm not saying I'll be out there wilding, but you know what? You might be on deck. I. I don't know. I think if I. I think if I would have made it to that level, I would probably have one, maybe two kids right now. Um, because I would have been very. You've been very cautious. The more success I was getting, the more cautious I was getting. Uh, I can't talk sense. about uh, why I, what happened for me to start having children because I'm basically on papers that say I can't say nothing for another eight years. Uh, some change. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it's part of my custody agreement. I got you. So, um, but outside of that, I um, I was very careful, and the more success I was getting, the more careful I've started becoming. And um, and then, yeah, I say I, I I always say that I think it was. I don't believe in the whole everything happens for a reason thing. Mm-hmm. I believe in cause and effect, mm-hmm. but I think it was a really good thing that I didn't make it in sports. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I didn't make it to the league or anything like that because 22, 23 on me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have been getting licked <laughs> quick. Mm-hmm. Go, Cause don't go niggas be like fucking commandos with that shit, man. Oh, guess what? So somebody that accused me of uh, getting her pregnant. Yeah. I had a DNA test with him and stuff like that. I knew the baby wasn't mine, it's 100%. Um, however, I saw them the other day, and that girl is tall as shit. I was like, please be playing basketball, because I would come from in the grave like, yo, I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, baby. <laughs> stupid, baby. Um, but yeah, for so SHBCU, um, I started out my career going to two HBCUs. I went to uh, Hampton University, got kicked out of there, and I already talked about that. I went to Norfolk State, was pulled out of Norfolk State during 9-11, um, and that was because I was also in the Navy. I was just in the Navy. taking classes at places to get um, credits in order to um, make my life easier when I got out as far as getting a degree. Um, so my goal was to go to Hampton University because I knew a lot of people there. Once I got, got kicked out of Hampton University, I went to Norfolk State. Didn't know too many people there, but they had some nice parties. Um, <laughs> oh, it's an HBCU, you know? Uh, yeah, two HBCUs. Um, but in HBCU prior, and also because people like Felicia Rashad is doing things as far as bringing more awareness to HBCUs, Mm-hmm. Because even though I went to two HBCUs, I wasn't aware of the, the pride and the magnitude yeah. of going to HBCU. Yeah, and that's another um, problem. You know, and that's another problem HBCUs yeah. have now. And maybe that's because kids today don't really understand history the way we understood it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you like when I went to Allen, 
I was kept. I, I again, I, again, I didn't enjoy my time there, and maybe a lot of that was on me mm-hmm. because I hadn't come out of a lot of my awkwardness yet. Um, mm-hmm. Like early on in college, uh, you you've come out of your awkwardness. Kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> but see, me that's what I mean. Like me, when the early twenties, I probably even had to like, I probably took offense to that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I come back with a joke, kiss mm-hmm. my ass, right? Um, but I think a lot of that snowballed. But at the same time, I don't think Allen was ready to be what it could be at that time. Um, it was kind of redundant. But I just remember it was they had Allen would do this thing called cars. I remember when they had a real special one. It was kind of like half church, half school assembly. And right. they did one that was real special. I don't think it was homecoming. I think it was just hey something that's some type of special remembrance or honor like of like past alum, like alumni. Mm-hmm. Man, I swear to God, I never seen so many Cadillacs in my life. Like all these people who went to school back in the day, who was just well off right now, who did significant things with their lives. But you know they older black people, so they all had Cadillacs. Yeah, they was like one dude that was like worth five million dollars, and I was like, why ain't y'all putting this shit out here? That this is like the kind of history that this school has, and I noticed a lot of schools have don't a lot of HBCUs don't kind of kind of don't do that from like um, just from like a society like why isn't school like wh- like you think about it Twitter should be full of HBCUs talking about you know Charles Drew, right. Langston Hughes all these people who pop, who you know went to these schools right. And, and truthfully, the only yeah. people I hear talk about it, well, I used to hear the Breakfast Club talk about it, but I don't hear people talk about it that much. No. And also, you don't see that kind of pride in the media anymore because I remember I saw a meme talking about how, like, if you watch a black show back in the day, mm-hmm. the characters usually had, like, HBCU paraphernalia on. Yep. Cosby. Martin, Will Smith, had, um, The yep. Fresh Prince had it, Living Single. And, mm-hmm. I, of course, a lot of those shows went away for a long time, mm-hmm. but you saw that. And right. you just don't see that nowadays. Even girlfriends. Um, what's that girl name? The main character, Be- that the Ross girl. I know her. I can't remember her name in the show though. Tracy Ross. I know her name in real life. I don't. I can't remember the actual character's okay. name. Okay, but her character in the show wore a certain brand of um, clothing all the time, and. I looked that clothing ran up. I saw white faces on it, but I thought it was like an all black thing. Mm-hmm. So I was very interested in that. It just wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, like Felicia Rashad and her cat on the Cosby show, uh, even them, when they you see them out in regular time, they would support black colleges. They always supported black education. Um, so yeah. educated people like me, um, and you, but I'm I'm gonna talk about me in this right now. Is um even though I went to these colleges, I kind of feel some type of way that I have all these degrees not from uh, HBCU. Hmm. So I am going to probably continue trying to get my degree where I'm getting it from now. Um, but once I'm done, I'm probably gonna try to get something from HBCU, uh, just to be able to. For HBCU to use my name if I ever do something significant like a degree in what though? In world hunger, huh? What a degree in what? I don't know. Your um, master's. What's your master's going to be in again? What's my doctor's going to be? In? Your doctor's. I'm sorry. Yeah. My doctor's going to be in um the actual name of title of it. Information insurance. It's a um, doctor's degree in cybersecurity. Um, so cybersecurity. It's cybersecurity so. with a focus in information insurance. 
So I will be a DIT. I will not be a PhD. Why don't you go for? Dog, if I do something else, I think I'm going to go with an easy route. It'd be like a doctorate in black history. <laughs> Not on some real shit. So I sociology think, degree then, basically. I, I tell people that, I tell people this right here. Um, They think. um Maybe you can, yeah, do that sociology degree so you can figure out why everybody thinks they're being hacked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are being hacked. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm being hacked, and I'm like, lady, you're not important enough to be hacked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody thinks they're, well. Yeah, China. Yeah, the- <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this. There's so many people in this damn world. Everybody is constantly being hacked for. In some degree, yeah. Yeah, and also, you're not important. For, your information is not that, that important um, for an actual hacker to go after you. Yeah. Um, At the most, you might be. If you're, most people don't make enough money to be worth being hacked. It's like, um, yeah, I remember Lori told me that one. Yeah. Something similar. I was asking about prenups because I started to hear that the word is that prenups don't get on, honored in court. Mm-hmm. And the lawyer was like, "Man, listen, truth be told, most of you motherfuckers don't even need a prenup. Mm-hmm. You're not that important. Yeah, <laughs> like half of nothing is still nothing." Yeah. I told I told my wife she was like, um. We we talked about a prenup before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not before we got married, but after and stuff like that. She was like, hmm, I'm surprised you never even brought that up. And I was like, for what? Like, we both we both kind of got nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We both kind of got nothing. Like, even the money I'm making, the money that you make, even right now when we make um, some money, uh, it's still not worth it to get a prenup. Like, yeah, for me, honestly, for me, the way I would write my prenup, it wouldn't matter anyway, especially if a woman married me now. Yeah. Because I would say she can get a quarter of everything that was generated during the marriage. If I was to put in a prenup, if I was to put in a prenup, uh, it would be basically whatever we have at that moment, but once we get married, everything that we accumulate from then on is 50-50. Well, dep- okay, if we did it together, 50 50. Mm-hmm. But if she was. If you're in the marriage, though, everything is together. Even she, if you're out working and she's home taking care of the kids. If she pregnant, didn't have her ass. It's 50 50. In that office with me doing this shit, she gets a quarter. I don't think it's like that when you get married. Because it's a union. We wouldn't be divorced anyway. I'm still, <laughs> like, like, I'm still smashing, so. I can't, <laughs> say, I can't say that. Uh, if my wife ever. I t- my wife has a. And it doesn't mean I don't love her or nothing like that, but Man, my wife has a open invitation to just. The only thing I ask for my wife is if she decides she wants to leave, uh, she don't even have to tell me why. She could just prevent me with the door. Um, she present me with divorce papers. Hmm. I'm gonna ask her why. You ain't gotta tell me why. I'm gonna ask, but I sign them. Yeah. Like I probably sign them within 24 hours, and it's it's only because I don't so. Part of what I believe in is if you hold somebody hostage in a marriage, Word. then you're preventing them from living their life. And that, to me, is a sin. And I have, I have a very spe- – I don't have that many sins in my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's basically do unto others and also don't make people do things they don't want to do. For me, 
I imagine that even my wife, my wife probably just want to live. My wife probably wouldn't want to live in the same house with me, but I'm still, I'm still smashing. We already know that. She came to protest for the first. Mm-hmm. She came. To, she came to test for a reason. All those years ago, mm-hmm. and that reason is still there. Mm-hmm. All right, she just probably can't stand my ass because I'm a hard man to get along with. Probably sometimes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Like, man, fuck, man, you bitch, you ain't cook yet. Oh yeah, somebody asked her about uh, her kicking. Felicia was shouting about her kicking, and she was talking. She reminds me of a grandma, like a nice ass. She don't even remind me of a grandma. She, I was about to say, she reminds me of your aunt, but she reminds me of like a cool cool ass aunt. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I would be surprised to find out she doesn't smoke the iggy iggy iggy. Never know. She's seventy one. So yeah, seventy one. That means what in the sixties she would have been. I hope I hope she gets treasured like Betty White does. Yeah, sixty eight she'd have been twenty, so she's probably um, yeah, you're right, Betty White. She should be treasured like that. Yeah, she she is our Betty White. We should make that a thing. Mm, yeah. Who the hell calling me from Little River? Wait, oh snap! She was married to the um, she was married to the sailor and um, the village people. Really. I, th- I thought I, they always gay. Yeah, I thought so too. I was always I was always told that. You know that? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's up. I was always told that. I never had any confirmation uh, confirming information that they were all gay. It might have just been a black thing where we say Oh, they weird. So they Yeah, because they disco. Because black people were like, I don't think disco was ever our thing. I think disco was white people trying to actually imitate funk. I forgot what they there's a there's a podcast about disco. Disco was um I think disco disco was a gay thing. Well, I think I think gay culture was attached to it. Yeah, that's what. But it was. I mean, you don't have to be you don't have to be involved in disco to be gay. You had like you had gay metal people. Uh, Just metal like Vogan, Vogan was attached to the gays. And think about it, Rob Halford. Is Rob Halford from Judas Priest? Is mm-hmm. a gay man. I'm only mad that he that, that the gays took the rainbow because I used to love the rainbow. But I can't, I can't even taste the rainbow anymore. I was about to make that joke. I was trying to work it out. I was trying to work the taste rainbow joke. I couldn't, I couldn't get too fast. I don't even well play Skittles, man. Well played. You got that for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Mantamusa the Seventh on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. You can also find me at Rory Tez on Twitch and Discord. You can find me at www.distractionnetwork.com. I am not off of social media, but um, I don't send y'all to my social media for a reason. I mean, it's there. Um, you can find it from the website. But that's I would rather you find me at my website. And show me some love over there. Until next time, though. Take care. Be safe. Holla. Cause I'm on the grind